Hello and welcome to the Raconteur Collection. My name is Charlie, one of your hosts, and... Oh, what's that? I see a hand up in the back of the room here. What's your question? Can I be a part of this? It sounded like you said, what is the Raconteur Collection? Well, let me tell you, young child. The Raconteur Collection is a variety show about really a bunch of nerdy topics hosted by me and my brother Jack. On the Raconteur Collection, you can find things like the never-ending story. You can find in-depth discussions about the Chronicles of Narnia. You can find in-depth discussions about video games. You can find the boys' inner thoughts and worst fears and perhaps secret desires, if you listen carefully and closely. What else can you find on the Raconteur Collection? Well, you can also find short stories on the Raconteur Collection, written by yours truly, Charlie. But that was just to answer your question, young child in the back. Now, to introduce my other host, Jack. Jack, how are you doing this fine Wednesday? It's warm Wednesday, as they like to say. A warm Wednesday. This, I'm just kidding. I'm not. There's, Charlie, there's I'm, nothing else to add. I'm doing pretty well. I wish it was raining. There was a bit of rain, what was it, Monday morning, and I was really upset because it lasted for like 30 minutes or whatever. Oh, I know, man. Just made the whole yeah. day humid. But I'm looking forward to the fall, definitely. Looking forward to next month. Our birthdays are next month. Yeah. Other than that, work's been fine. Uh, just been playing some games, taking it easy. Reading through the horse and his boy with Ellie. Uh, Laura and I are taking turns on that. Whoever kind of gets Ellie to bed. Um, working on the, like, kind of putting the script together for that final Jack of Jacks video. I have the script finished. Now I'm, like, writing out, like, the script for the actual, like, video. Like, how I want the video formatted. Trying oh. to come about it. Come at it, like, in a more, a way I can, like, break it down in the chunks. That right. way when I sit down, I don't feel like I have to do it all in one yeah. sitting. Like how I usually do videos. So, things are going well. Got no complaints. And uh, I'm looking forward to today's topic, which, Charlie, you might have to uh, enlightened, enlighten our viewers on. Oh, of course. Today is all about habits and perspectives. Two kind of big things, like conceptual things I've been thinking a lot about lately. But before we get into that, I wanted to kind of tack on and add, talk about a little bit about how my week's been going. It's been a good week. Busy. Work's been keeping me very busy. It's been honestly consuming a lot of time and energy. Uh, So with what time and energy I have, I've just been kind of keeping up my writing habit, um, playing a little bit of Super Metroid here on my Switch. Really? How's that going? Oh, honestly, it's been great. Have you been enjoying the Switch? Has it been? Yeah, I really have been. Okay. Yeah. To be honest, I mean, I kind of, I think I, I... done with animal crossing i i really don't like how animal crossing like preys on your uh hey you have to check this every day it's almost like a mobile game in that way it's it's funny because like i think a game like stardew valley is better because you're you can kind of control the pace of stardew valley like not totally because you still have to go through every day but like it doesn't it doesn't matter you know what i mean like and I don't know. There's just this weird pressure I feel, and I it's it, it's it's on me. It's not on Animal. It's not Animal Crossing's fault at all. I mean that game is, you know, amazing. It's it speaks for itself. But I think for me personally, I'm kind of kind of falling out of it. Other than that, really not too much has been going on. Um, it's yeah, I, it's sad to say, but yeah, the uh, the thing I do to actually to turn keep the lights on is <laughs> taking up a lot of time. So hey, you know, I mean that's. It eb- there ebbs and flows. Ebbs so. and flows. But here we try not to talk about work too much. No. As, you know, seasoned listeners may know. We have in the past. Yeah. But now we've strayed away from that. And I think it's been good for us. 
I did start the beginning of like the first 15, 20 minutes of Lightyear on Disney Plus, the new Buzz Lightyear movie. Did it grip you? Oh, it was really good, but it really made me want to watch Interstellar. So then halfway through, I switched over to Interstellar and watched Interstellar. That is one of Laura's favorite movies. That movie is um, real, real good, man. Great I, soundtrack, too, man. Yeah. Great oh, soundtrack. Yeah. Little th- so I was watching uh, the H3 podcast, which sometimes I like it, sometimes I don't, because sometimes it's too drama for me. But a lot of the... This might be, like, the biggest distinguisher between, like, generations, like... You and I are millennials, pretty like late in millennials, you know? Yeah. And the Zoomers are the new up and coming generation, right? I cannot relate with them at all. And especially these people that are on Twitch with how much they. He's this guy is sitting there, and every other word is bro, and there's like no complete sentence ever. Yeah. And it's so frustrating to listen to. It's where I was like, I can't, I can't listen to this. Skip the segment. Skip the segment. It's just, bro, he's just, bro, can you imagine? Okay, bro, like, if I was bro, bro, imagine this, bro. If I was bro, that's, I'm not exaggerating. Yeah. That's, like, all it is. And I, yeah. I can't do it. I can't do that it, bro. actually gets into, I think, a little bit of our topics. A little bit of the, uh, the area of our topics. So, I think unwittingly and perhaps unknowingly, you... You reached. You I've stumbled. Reached I've the, reached into the you've depths. You dove into the. You opened the. You've cooked. You're pulling out of the oven. You're the pit of despair. No. Wait. The bog. The bog of stench. What's the pit of? Pit of what? The pit. The pit of despair. Oh, it is despair. You gave me a look like I wasn't right. So I, I was like, <laughs> was I not right? But yeah, Jack. Today, it's all about habits and perspectives in no particular order i yeah, so basically uh, a tangenty episode with a main focus i wouldn't say really tangent you wouldn't say tangent Mm-mm. okay well it's gonna be pretty focused on apologies these for assuming oh no no it's okay but you know they say about assuming it makes that an ass out of you and me no you you're assuming well i like my joke better yeah i know <laughs> i i did i took the anti-joke route i do like anti-jokes that's it's pretty funny I yeah, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Derailed me here. One last thing. I've okay. been like the dad joke that gets that I've been doing a lot to Laura and Ellie too. Is when Ellie's like, I clean that like very good. I'm like, ah, Ellie, Superman does good. You clean that well. And I'm like, <laughs> it makes it makes me chuckle. That's like the only reason I do it. Yeah, Laura just rolls her eyes and. Looks at me disappointedly. <laughs> and I was like, our future child is father right here. <laughs> yeah. But like I was saying mere minutes ago, all about habits and perspectives. I've been thinking a lot, Jack, about, especially as I've kind of struggled to balance work and different things have come up, you know. And then just in my own life, as I've gotten older, I am by no means a wise man. I mean, I'm turning 30, so I'm not even that old, really, in the grand scheme of things. But just been thinking about it a lot, you know, thinking a lot about the future, stuff like that. And of course, this is also inspired a little bit by some of my favorite sci-fi stories, by like Interstellar, this idea of like time, perspective, stuff like that. But I really wanted to basically kind of lead a conversation in which I ask you some 
kind of like loose questions. So in your, I mean, in a way, you're right. It's it's tangent because we'll be talking about multiple things, but they're all be focused around this idea of perspectives and habits. When when you talk about perspective, are you talking about the more nebulous perspective or like personal perspective, like personal, how okay. personal perspective? Okay. Yeah, and so that's exactly what I was just getting ready to explain. So sorry, no, no, I jumped the gun because from firing indiscreetly and you mentioned this a little bit and so i'll use your example of you know the millennials versus zoomers like first of all right or millennials versus gen xers i mean whatever however it's like you know how sam is like funny yeah but he's like a rare example him and george are both rare examples of funny zoomers and when they say bruh they're like obviously joking yeah and but there's like a sect of people that aren't joking and say bruh like that every other word and I I can't. Right. I can't. But that kind of gets into the whole topic of itself, right? Of do you ever think about this where you think about, hey, when Ellie gets to a certain age when she's a teenager, I'm gonna have to teach her like some hard lessons or I'm gonna have to have some you know try to give her some perspective about the dangers of it. She's like, Oh, I'm going to go hang out with my friends until midnight. And you're like, you can't stay out till midnight. And so I often think of like how our parents handled it and then how I would handle it. Right. And I was thinking like, well, you can't just go up to the kid and be like, Hey, know where you're coming from. I've been there, but you're not doing it. You know, it's not safe. Cause like when my, when our parents said stuff like that to me, I was like, you don't know what you're talking about because that perspective that perspective is totally different like you're when you're that age you totally it's you're doing it for the first time it's 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 new it's exciting it's something you have never done in your since you're restricted from doing it you're like what do you do respect me and not even able to take into account that perspective as somebody who's lived so many more years who's had so Mm -hmm. much more time and experience because i'm sure you will agree jack as you've gotten older you start to really get more in tune well i think healthy people at least you start to get more in tune with your emotions and like the ebbs and tides of feeling and stuff like that and realizing that hey it might be rough right now but this is temporary it might be things will change right yeah but when you're younger you don't really have that perspective because it's the first time things feel like they're gonna last forever and so kind of looking at that's what I mean by like perspectives, like these dif- different points of view. And this goes back to like, even uh, if you want to do like the difference between the perspective of like people who like really find religion to be like a comforting thing versus people who don't. And like the those differences in perspectives and how you see the world differently. And so, Jack, with that idea of perspective in mind, first question I have for you is have you ever wished that your life had been different so you would have like a different point of view do you ever get frustrated that you're locked into the jack centric world do you ever go man i really wish i i knew what it would be like to be somebody who was maybe a little bit more outgoing somebody who's a little bit more like uh quick talking whatever it is whatever trait you kind of want you know yeah so when I was, you know, in high school, I think a lot of people want to be this version of themselves that is like, you know, very like pleasing to other people. But for me personally, now this is where I, because I'm so different, you know, I'm so, so I'm so I'm so cool. He's not your normal. I'm not your normal normal girl on the block over here. 
boy. No. So I, whenever I look back on those times, I feel like I wasted a lot of my time in things that, you know, at the time felt like they mattered way more than they did. Relationships or, you know, seeing friends every weekend and that sort of thing. Right. And I spent a lot of my time just taking it easy, which I do think is important, you know, as a child, as a teenager, young adult, like just to be able to take your life easy, but then not, I wish I was more disciplined and I wish I had picked up more sets of skills and where those skills would have taken me. Hey, if I stuck with, I don't know, theater, um, debate class, theater. Just, <laughs> um, learning music, you know, pushing like my own personal boundaries or things I was uh, nervous to try. Uh, those are things that I've often thought, like, where where would I be with those now if I just started them then, you know? But a good piece of advice I give myself is, you know, the best time to plant a tree was 10 years ago. The next best time is today. Because you can't... Another thing that, I, I don't know, I want to say you in general. The royal, the royal you. you. <laughs> Something that you learn as you grow up is... You know, you always have time mm-hmm. to start. And yeah, it might be harder, but you always have that time and you're not as constrained as you think you are. But it's hard to, you know, come to terms with that. Because growing up, you have a lot of free time and then you lose a lot of that with getting a job, you know, settling down or whatever. And so you kind of put these boundaries around yourself. So when I was younger, I kind of wish I, without feeling those self-made boundaries, you know, what would it be like if I pursued some of those more creative endeavors? But I don't know if that really answers your question. I think you're talking a lot about hindsight. Like, your perspective now shapes how you look at your past, right? Because you're like, man, if I only I had learned what I learned yesterday... 10 years ago, maybe I could be so much better off or maybe I would be in a different spot. And I think hindsight is often, it's not quite as negative, but it, it tends to have like kind of like a negative conversation, like, oh, hindsight, like, oh, I wish I could have done that. And that kind of gets into like nostalgia and stuff like that, like wishing for the old time, the feelings of those old times. And really, I think what a lot of people are yearning for is they're yearning for those to have that unique perspective again right for me i think of a moment when i was in college and we went went out and played like disc golf with some friends and it was like one of the perfect days and i remember like at the end of the day really beautiful suns i remember laying on the grass and being like man i know this is gonna end like i know that this point in my life is just a small little blip but god i'm gonna i'm gonna enjoy it now like i, I had like that really kind of vivid thought yeah And I still think back to those times and I'm like, I'm glad I kind of centered myself for just that moment to kind of be like, you know, just enjoy the moment. Because, yeah, hindsight is I think it can be a real or a killer. A gift and a curse. Yeah. It's one of the main things that makes us human. So in taking all those, taking all these ideas, these all these concepts, how are you going to, say, teach your children to maybe not... Not make the same mistakes is, I think, not the right way to say it, but, like, teach them the lessons you wish you would have learned. And how do you actually make them think that that's important at all? Because you can't, the logic explanation for a teenager, I don't think is going to work. So, I, just based on how I'm feeling right now, 
you the only thing you really can do is be like hey this is my experience like try to relate on some level without coming across like you your way is the right way Mm. because i don't know you you kind of are like okay well i turned out good or i did that just fine you know i did okay in in this aspect of my life so i want to make sure that they do okay in that aspect of of their life too Right, and then suddenly, you know, you come across as, "Hey, like, as not here's a suggestion, or hey, here's some advice." You come across as, "This is what's good for you. Mm-hmm. This is how you should do this or this or this." Right, like, you know, I don't know. It's something I've I've told like George or um, Sam or our younger brothers, younger brothers. Um, even I would say even Henry, but is uh, George called me? Well, I guess he's is George twenty one now, or is he? No, he's twenty one this year. Jeez Louise! If George called me and was like Jack, I had a lot to drink. Um, you know, can you take me home or like I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm gonna go pick him up, <laughs> reprimand him, tell mom and dad because like that's not. He's being responsible. You know, he's not like, well, I'll just get home myself or I'll do this. I'll put myself. He's being, hey, he's actively trying to do the responsible thing. And like kids are going to do whatever, you know, like most kids drink before the age of 21. Let's just be real here. Um, I didn't. So I'm better. But. uh, Wow. (laughs) But I'd be like, oh, yeah, no problem. And I wouldn't even be like, I'm I'm not going to tell mom and dad. I just I wouldn't even say that. I just like, yeah, I got you. Don't worry about it. I'm glad you called me. They feel confident calling me. But I'm not going to sit there and, you know, like, well, you really shouldn't be doing this because back when I was your age, you know, da 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 da. Because you're not offering, like, a meaningful perspective to, to kind of bring it back a little bit. You're not offering anything meaningful to the situation other than just, well, and I would argue. You feel they feel like you're coming down on them when you know that's like the best of the situation, you know. Rather than like, whoa, like that happened. It's like no, I call. I was called because you know. I I don't know. I don't know if I'm making sense, but I think you're getting a little off topic. But I'm, I, I know. I'm bad, I know. I'm bad about that. I know what you're saying though, because and you kind of you were able to loop it back by saying you know the difference and difference in perspectives. And really, when it comes down to it, you want to give them the tools and be like, hey, this is how you use these tools. Uh, It's up to you. I can't. I mean, I can't make you care or I can't make you think the way I'm going to do it. I think a lot of times. I think think that's what I was trying to get at. Yeah. I think a lot of times when people. And, you know, I've been thinking a lot. The reason I'm you know, thinking a lot deeply about this is because I think about the state of the world often. Why? Because I haven't, I don't know why I don't have any stake in this. Why well, I do, I guess I'm, I'm a human. I have no stake, in but this you know world. what I mean? Like I'm just some dude living in the middle of the United States. Like I, some white guy, like whatever. Shouting it out. But you know, I think about a lot like, cause in many ways, I don't feel like I heard this thing on this podcast. Let me back up a little bit more. I heard this thing on Sacred Symbols where one of the guys said, you know, I don't think we were ready for social media. Like our brain, our brains were literally not smart enough to like handle what social media, like how interconnected it made us. And I was like, 
Yeah, it really feels that way. Like, because people are just awful. Like, and it's, we can get into like the idea of like echo chambers and people like connecting. Yeah, it's just great that you can connect like-minded people together but should all like-minded people be able to connect no (laughs) they shouldn't be (laughs) because you hear about these like weird little subgroups that pop up weird little things that may have might have stayed more quiet because they were a little bit out there now and of course that all comes back to this idea of like perspectives and so it got me thinking like maybe our what the what i'm really getting in on what the honing is on is like this clashing ideal between the human perspective like our intelligent brains the way we can think and reason and then always clashing with like the animalistic side of ourselves this idea that you know there are certain things just about like our biology because like our intelligence is like a little blip compared to like the hundreds of thousands of years that led us to like looking as humans now right and so i always think like man how in the future is intelligence going to shape us? Are we basically just going to destroy ourselves or whatever it is? But do you kind of see what I'm getting at? Like ultimately your perspective is the only one you can have, right? Good, bad. This is what I like about us is you go into these big ideas of perspective. And then I try to take it to like very specific points of perspective. And that's why we bounce off each other well. It's I think those cl- it's clashing points of perspective cuz I'm sitting across the table from you Jock and I can empathize and I can I can hear you explain exactly what you're thinking exactly what you're feeling but I'll never truly understand what it's like to be in your head and you'll never truly understand what it's like to be in my head and so at the end of the day like we have to trust and I think a lot of trust ourselves to actually be able to work together and to do things. I, I've been having a lot of conversations really recently about you see so much like negativity and so much horrible things in the world, but I think you also have to balance it with how beautiful the world can be at the same time and how there's this, I think there's this, we're so close to like, if people could just, just work together, like we literally could accomplish anything, but we're working against but each other. We could have an, uh, a financial so, free world. We're working against each other so often. Like, and it's about power. It's about, oh, money. hey, I want to make it's sure about it's about money. It's, it's, about, it's about furthering your own, I, I, can't, this, I feel like this word's lost its meaning, but furthering your own perspective. Like, you want to force your worldview on other people. And so you, when you start getting like that high, that's when I think it starts to get dangerous. And so that's why I started with like, hey, how would you parent your kids? Because in some ways, is it not different? Or maybe I'm, it doesn't, it doesn't quite, you know, equal out or parallel in the same way. Because like when you're parenting, aren't you in a way forcing your perspective onto the kid? So I believe, you know what I mean? Yes. So I mean, already like, you know, um, Ellie's taking a lot of, like a lot from me and a lot from, you know, Laura, like already. And sometimes she'll be in the mood to parrot everything I say. Like, I don't know how we got on the topic, but I started making like pirate noises in the car and she'd say the noise right after, like the noise right after me. I'd go, ar, and she'd go, ar, you know, like in the back seat. Um, or she'll start like quoting like random videos or whatever. And it's like really sweet. 
Uh, and she started playing like jokes on us recently, which takes a lot of intelligence to play jokes. Um, but she's like already becoming her own person. And that's something I really want to like, you know, to help grow and like foster her, like, like taking in our perspectives and how we look at the world, Mm -hmm. but also allowing her to look at the world the way she wants to and grow in in that way. Because like, like you said, no matter what you are going to pass on your perspective to your children, because obviously you're raising them. Mm -hmm. But also because of the world we live in, you can have so many different perspectives. True. And I want like want to find a di- we we need to find some words that aren't perspective, viewpoints. I mean viewpoints, agenda, uh, agenda sounds horrible. Agendas, <laughs> this agenda. <laughs> so, I think that it's 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 healthy not to live through your children. Yeah, it's healthy to not like man. I wish I did that when I was her age. So she's gonna do it so that I can live through it through her you know right it's like no it's like let's give her the tools to find what she's excited in and if she shows that she wants to do this hey let's kind of nurture towards that she falls out of it cool at least she tried it you know what i mean right so and we haven't like placed any like limits really on like what toys or whatever like you get only girl toys or whatever she's like oh i want this this car okay go ahead and have the car i want this i want to play Fortnite or whatever you know what i mean um but now she's like you know she's like hey i want what my friends have i want like this dress i want this doll like she's like you know now her friends are starting to affect her perspective of the world too and vice versa Mm -hmm. so i think you can really see it in children that no matter what your how you view the world is always going to be changing and it's always right. changing yeah but people kind of get lost in the sauce a little bit and eventually at some point close off yeah. the willingness to they change re- or to grow yes and then just bottle up these it's echo funny. chambers it's funny because like do you ever worry that you've done that to yourself but you're just not aware i worry about that a lot where i'm like yeah sometimes. i feel like i'm a very open accepting person but like maybe i've just never been challenged maybe i've never really been questioned maybe my privilege or and i and privilege here i'm not saying so much in like the uh political sense but more like i guess my lot in life that i'm lucky enough to sit here and record and talk about my thoughts into a, a podcast when there are people who grow up in abject poverty and die in abject poverty without ever knowing anything better so it's rich of me to be like well it's just it's all your point of view you know what i mean so I, I i acknowledge that but i do worry about that like i i do worry that i'm not quite as open that maybe well, so we're all we're locked getting, off now we're getting to like the extreme right and this is like another extreme that at some point you know you have to just accept is that you cannot perceive everything that is or oh, every yeah. like different thing that people are going through because if you could you'd go insane Right. We we kind of went from people knowing like what at most a few hundred people like acquaintances and like a right. close like few like tens of like friends or family to literally anyone in the world. And not so much knowing but being constantly aware and reminded. 
of what everybody else is doing everywhere else in the world. Mm-hmm. Which is really cool when you think about it. It's it's a it's definitely a give and take that we still are learning how to traverse through. Yeah. So I don't know, like a lot of changes happened in the past 20, 30 years. Mm-hmm. Like way, like technologically a lot more has happened in the past 30 years than in the past like 100 years. Right. And it's only going to get faster and faster because of technology. So Unless we just like, you know, blow up our world. Yeah. Who's to know where we're going to be in 10 years? Yeah. In the next 20 years. Like when I'm, when I'm a, what, 47. We'll be aboard the USG Ishimura. I hope not. No, we wouldn't because that's what like. Twenty. Uh, that's like twenty three. Sub, something, yeah, something. something like that, isn't it? But like, it's it's so weird to think that three hundred years from now, I can see us deep space mining. I can like a hundred percent see that. Oh, see, like, I there's don't know. there's not a doubt in my mind that we could be doing that. See, but that's the thing is we could be doing no, yeah, anything. we could, right? But will we? Yeah. Who knows? Because you also have in the dead space universe that the Earth is. There's no, there's nothing left on it, right? You know, resources are gone. I'm pretty sure like animals are gone. It's well, just, I mean, just watching Interstellar, I mean, that's that's the exact whole thing about that is that like the, the Earth is literally dying, and they have to like escape. Which is a cool movie. I mean, anyways, but that I think is the big thing and why I wanted to talk about perspective, right? I think it's always important to be able to pull yourself out of your own point of view, right? Especially in a time where people are trying to fight for this cause, believe in this. Uh, you, if you're horrible, if you believe in this X, Y, Z, whatever it is, I think it's very easy to be driven entirely by emotion in those stances and be like, "Oh, I, I don't want these people to yell at me, so I guess I will believe this." And then, sure enough, years later, you're like, "Well, I've always believed it. I guess it's true." But it's always healthy to be able to say, "Like, hey, like." What is this? What is this point of view? Right. Not even not even say like, oh, hey, go and consider what it would be like to be a, you know, a crazy Nazi person. No, that's not what I'm saying. But like understanding, like, how did they come to that point? Right. I watched this video today that was very enlightening. It was just talking about different like madness, like madness arcs and stuff like Game of Thrones (laughs) and how that didn't really work with like Daenerys. But then how it really works in the show Arcane with the character Jinx. But he brought up this really interesting idea of like madness and delusion. And he brought madness. up the idea of like Nazism and how, you know, you think it's so easy to look at that perspective of how horrible they were. And they are horrible, but being a Nazi in that time and they're like planning these great things. Like I didn't know this, but like Hitler was planning to build this Coliseum that held like 400,000 people which the biggest one we have in our world today only holds like 136,000 or something like that, or 140. And he like built this like marching ground because he pictured, built it out of granite because he pictured in thousands of years, Nazis would still be marching up and down. And like this idea of like this almost insane delusion of believing in like this world and this pride and we're going to succeed this paradise that this man is creating and people just getting sucked into that, and right, and that's how people got sucked into it. That's mm-hmm. how this idea became a reality and like crushed other people. But the people who are riding on that idea, they have no idea. You people getting sucked into it without even knowing. You have kids, boys. I mean, well, it's, I mean, it's also 
you know, you you can get swept up in things like you said without even really fully understanding what's going on. Exactly, and so that's and, why I bring up considering like all perspectives. Like, it's really yeah. interesting to think about it like that because I, I never think about it like that. I always think about like, dude, how horrible and horrific the Nazis were, which they were, which they were. But you never consider like, how did we get to that point? Like, how how did we get to that point? Because it couldn't have been like, hey. We're going to go out and people are going to follow me because I want to murder and massacre all these people. That couldn't have been the only thing, mm-hmm. right? No, it's because it was delusion. It was believing in grandeur that didn't exist. It was, we are the master race. We deserve this. We're, we're going to win. We're gonna, And it's like, it was believing that we, like, everything that, you know, made us great has been stolen from us. Exactly, yeah. We can reclaim that, you know. Yeah, that's, and it's it's crazy that. All that's just a that was was the perspective of I mean I'm sure it wasn't just Hitler a group of people who supported him and everything but like it's crazy that that was just the outcome of somebody who had this very twisted view of the world you know what's and it's just like so you can't ever say oh man that 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 point of view doesn't matter that it's like no because it could it could matter and it's important to understand how people get to these points. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's important to defend your ideal and defend others who can't defend themselves, but I think it's very important to, like, really consider, like, why does this thing I hate, like, why? Why do other people believe in it? Why do other people believe that? I don't know, whatever it is, like, something crazy. Why, do people, know, why do people believe the Earth is flat? Like, know legitimately. Thy, know thy enemy, right? essentially. Yeah. Because it, it gives you more, you know... That gives you like a wider array of things to pull from when you're trying to also understand, okay, this is, yeah, this is why I don't agree with that. Right. This is exactly why. I'm not just kind of going off, you know, my own bias. I I actually have a plethora of knowledge that I, I think, can pull from and that I, on a fundamental level, personally, do or don't agree with. You know, what I, I think I'm kind of a good analogy for this. It's very much similar to if you and I were playing Age of Empires 2. I play it with you a lot, right? And say we were fighting each other, and it's like, hey, the first person to conquer the other one wins. Me. I know to, like, certain levels what you will do, and I'll try to, like, predict that. Right? All you do is spam cataphracts. Because I just I just try, like, knowing that, like, oh, he knows this about me, so I might try to do this. You know, you, you start to really think about, like, what's the other person? Like, people who play chess, I'm sure, you're always thinking, like, hey, what is this person doing? What is it? What are they thinking? And it's like that... That behavior, that like that idea of like thinking like, oh, what are what are they thinking? Why are they going to do this? Why are they going to do that? It was very healthy, very healthy to have that level of skepticism. I think like why I always tell people if it sounds too good to be true, it's too good to be true. And, it, and but people get sucked in by it and I can't believe it. Like I'm like, there's no way people get because you hear with like the scam stuff and you're like, oh, the Nigerian prince needs you're like, who falls for this? But they wouldn't do it unless people were didn't old, fall for what it. Were those old Fortnite memes? Hey, kids, Tilted Towers needs your help. All I need is your parents' credit card number and those three cool numbers on the back, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and it's like, you know, there are some kids who are like, yeah, I, lo- I like doing that. And then, yeah. you know. And so I, I bring up all this perspective stuff, right? Because we haven't really talked about the other side of our, the other side of the coin, the habits side. I bring this all up because I, 
in a lot of ways, I've been thinking about how to be better as a person, right? And how to be better. I And I want to say qualify this here. I am not a professional. I am just a dude with some ideas. I am not, you know, not a professional. Don't like bet your whole life's advice on what I'm saying. But I think... I mean, if you can't tell. But I think having perspective is... Okay. One of the greats. Outlook. View. Viewpoint. Yeah. Point of view. Standpoint. Yeah. Position. Stand. Stance. Angle. Slant. Attitude. Frame of mind. Frame of reference. Approach. All similar words. Or so, sorry, synonyms of perspective. That must need you to go back in, Jack. And once we use perspective too much, just cut out one of the things. No, you said you're editing this one. I'm not it in there. Vantage point. Way of looking. So, Jack, from my vantage point, inter- from my <laughs> interpretation, <laughs> cut it. Cut it from my from my angle. Hitler was right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I ultimately sympathize with the yeah. Nazis, but. I wanted to kind of use... <laughs> you don't even have to cut down when I just said it. I, I know. I was going to say you just done the job for us. But I wanted to bring up these ideas of habits and perspectives and the broader idea of, like, things that I think make good, healthy human beings, right? And the next next one on the docket here, Jack, is habit. Why is it, Jack... Let me look up habit synonyms. ...that humans are so horrible? Like, we know, right... That if you have a healthy diet, you exercise, you'll live longer. Like, you can't, you, you can't what. really argue against that. Like, but why do we not? Let me tell you, because humans like doing things that are easy. It is hard to grasp time. Yes. It is hard to understand time. No matter how mm. much, no matter how smart you think you are, time is hard to understand. And time <laughs> time it's 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 funny to because you have people who man back in the 50s things were better it's like well not really there is lead in the paint um there are toxins and everything new coming out there still are we now have forever chemicals because i think it started back then oh yeah i just read about that you hear that like there's literally no more clean rain in the world yeah that's because of forever chemicals yeah uh, anyways, yeah. yeah, it's it's yeah, it's sad. But you know, you have the whole perspective, angle, viewpoint. You can't. <laughs> no, of like, well, back in the day, I had to walk to and from school. Um, you know, and every morning I woke up and did this, this, and this, and walked to school for an hour, and then, oops, I hit the mic. I hit the mic when I breathe in. That's a clutch reference. So I'm going to stop you real quick. No, so is this on topic for habits? Because it sounds like you're looping back to perspective. No, no, it is. Okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. And it was was like a habit. Let me me just make sure I'm clarifying here. It used to be habitual to do things like a certain way. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Like walking to school walking to work well because there's no other options because there's no other yeah. options but it becomes your habit and that becomes your frame of mind and so it comes along hey i got a car want to take me want me to drive you to work 
something in your brain is like, ah, like drive, like, I don't know. And that little bit of like hesitancy is your habit kicking and being like, no, we do this every day. Like, it's not a big deal. Right. Just like grabbing a cup of coffee in the morning. Yeah. Just like, oh, I skip breakfast every day. No big deal. Skip it enough. It's your habit. And then you just forget breakfast altogether. Or you can literally stop being hungry in the morning. I'm horrible about that. Oh, yeah. Same. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, one big one big thing of mine is like when I go to make a cup of coffee, I'm looking at this a lot of people, go to make a cup of coffee. And I start making it. Okay, ah, it's brewed. Pour the coffee, a little bit of sugar in there. Turn around, open the fridge, no milk. Immediately, my, I'm like, oh my god, because my my habitual morning, the way right. I start my day, is ruined. Right. It'd be the same way if like every morning I woke up had a cup of cup of OJ. If I didn't woke up one morning and that wasn't there, today's gonna suck. You know, like I, I'm not starting my day off how I'm accustomed to. Habits are like really powerful things. Very much so. That I feel like we need like a big brain person here. Habits are let's powerful. I'll say let's get Neil deGrasse Tyson, but people don't like him anymore. So No, but I know what you're saying, Jack. Habits are extremely powerful, and especially when you think about negative habits or maybe like neutral habits, right? Like and things like that. And things like the way we've done and the way habits kind of then feed into fueling. So you could say these propensities. These propensities fuel different points of view. Correct. So. God, you're just becoming a thesaurus over there. Okay, that is one thing I want to try to make. Talking about habits, I want to make a habit. Is learning synonyms for words. That way, it's, I sound a lot more intelligent when I'm speaking. But. Bruh. But. but. Uh, bro. So, I've realized, right, that, like, take, for example, my writing, right? It's real easy to get lost in the day-to-day of it and be like, wow, I'm not doing anything. I, I can't believe I've done this. But then, you do it for long enough. It becomes a habit. And all of a sudden, you're like... Wow, I'm 300 pages into this. I this is crazy. But that in itself, and it's like shocking to you. You're like, "Whoa, I can't believe I did that." And so, wouldn't it follow, Jack, that you really could learn anything? Like if you started to paint, you just kept painting over and over. Oh, yeah. and you just teach yourself how to paint. You look at masters. You know, establish these different routines to like help support what you're going to do and who you want to be. But Jack, you still didn't really answer my question is we know that, right? We know habits are powerful things. So yes. Why do people not just understand that? Wow, man, if I, and this is coming from guilty. This is coming from somebody who still smokes his black and milds. I know we, I know smoking is bad. Like it, there's no question, right? So why? Why well, is like, it? I th- I think I did kind of answer answer it. It's because it's easy. Yeah, it's really easy to pick up bad habits. What? But I guess why is it easy to pick up a bad habit? Because you don't habit? have to. There's not much to it. There's no 
roadblock. There's there's, there's no, really no there's roadblock. no steps you have to climb. You don't, there's not you don't have to you don't have to expend effort to do this easy. Exactly, thing. man. Like I need to find out think of ways I can deal with this stress. Like, okay, I'm, I can try to do this and this, or I can just go buy a pack of cigarettes. Right. I can have a few drinks at night. Yeah. I can smoke, you know, weed or whatever. Right. Like, those are really easy. And then eventually, you don't have to think about it anymore. I'm stressed. I'm just going to do that. Right. That's just your body's natural thing. It's harder to be like, man, I'm stressed. Let me go try to <sighs> meditate for a minute. Right. Let me try to I'm gonna go on a walk. I'm going to draw. I'm going to write when I'm stressed more not even productive but just healthier habits take a bit more like power to actually it just requires more effort it, on your more part. power to see a benefit but that's the thing is i i think that's at least we how i look at uh the matter of courses oh my god you see, you can't you can't always just switch things out like that. Well, Charlie's pretty idiosyncratic. Oh my god! <laughs> but we, as people, right, can't realize that this is like a good thing or a bad thing. Like because we're unaccustomed to it. We, I think, as people, are so driven by results and especially quick results, right? A dependency that we can't I'm just shouting take the words. time to think about how something else could be better for us. How doing a different morning routine could be better about how thinking about something different could be better, right? Because it's hard for us to. But it leads to so much suffering because you're constantly, you're almost like tricking yourself. It, that's what's weird is that like, we have the power to be like, hey, if you just, yeah, I always say, right, you have no control over what happens to you. It's chaos. Absolute just. But, but you know what you can't control? You can control how you react every moment. You can control the time you have now, not the time you had 10 seconds ago, not the time you had a year ago, not the time you're going to have 30 minutes from now. You can't control that yet. So why try? Why, like, you know, just let go a little bit. And that gets a little why? bit into, like, Taoism, Buddhism, all like, I mean, a lot of, like, being um, present. Buddhism? Okay. Oh, no, you're right. I think I'm mispronouncing it. But No, I think it isn't it Buddhism. I watched this video about happiness, right? About how, happiness how to stay happy. Work, trust me. And they brought up this idea of, this analogy of, like the people who pursue to be happy, how their whole mission in life is, I just want to be happy. I'm just going to be happy, right? Those people tend to be the ones who aren't that happy because they're always looking for something to make them happy, always striving for that. And they're always disappointed by what makes them happy. And so in that way, that kind of direct pursuit of happiness, and this this is not me. This is, I'll link this in the description, <laughs> this video. But I hope you that, remember that. In that way looking and just direct pursuit of happiness is like staring into the sun, right? The sun is good for us, but you don't want to stare into the sun. You're going to hurt your eyes. You don't even want to be in the sun all the time. You don't want to be in the sun all the time. But what's important is the continual pursuit, the continual habit, the always, hey, you know, I might not have done this. I, I might have failed at this, but hey, no, I'm getting better. It's that continual pursuit, that continual growth that will lead to happiness because then 
you're always thinking like, hey, my life is not about succeeding or failing. My life is this constant journey, this mm-hmm. constant moving through this space. And so why am I getting so hung up on this or that? And of course, again, easy to say from somebody who hasn't been homeless, someone who hasn't had to make these extreme hard decisions. It's a lot. It's very easy for me to be like, man, you you can just, it's, it's your perspective. You can control it no matter what comes to you. And I'm like, well, if you're homeless on the street, you're going to have a negative perspective. It's not like you can suddenly be like, well, they should pull themselves up by the bootstraps. At least I'm not dead. It's like, well, you know, yes, I still think having a little bit of that, but it's just so interesting to me that in many ways, Jack, it feels like our brains aren't really handled, can't really handle our intelligence. Like we constantly as like, people like you look at animals and you look at animals and animals like usually do things to keep themselves alive that's it really i mean they eat they sleep i mean that's it they want but we don't do that like we actively do things that like make us miserable or you know or pursue things that make us happy and create these great magnificent things or solve these amazing problems all at the same time and so it's just when it comes down to it, Jack, I think in order for humanity to succeed in the future, there needs to be some kind of, I'm looking for the word, understanding is the first word that came to mind, some kind of like baseline of like, it's almost like we need to understand ourselves more before we even try to do anything together. So, I know that was a lot, but when you think about these ideas of habits and perspectives and this course of human nature, because it seems grim out there in the world, right? I'm sure people back in World War II were like, in times, it's over. But you know, every generation, it's always their end time. It's always the most chaotic time to be alive. It's Because it's... Of course. I mean, that's well, yeah, the know, first time you're experiencing it. We got monkeypox coming up now. So. We didn't live through, you know, the Great Depression, so we don't know suffering. But we did live through that. And so, anyways, but it's <coughs> going back into perspective. I think those two things are essential for the majority of people to really understand and really utilize to actually make a world that can survive into the future. Do you agree or disagree on that? Because I think it's a thing that, like, man, if Mr. Elon Musk, who just sold, what, his some shares and made, like, another $6.9 billion, you look at that and you're like, dude, so could you? I don't think in the grand scheme of things that that even matters. Right, but so but well, what I more what I'm saying, though, is, like, don't you wish Elon Musk had the perspective of being like, hey... This money's going directly back to lift up all these people. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z and support and provide. Well, yes, but would the, would are those symptom symptoms uh, systems fundamentally going to do the right thing like we expect them to? No, not usually, right? It's like take it back to just you know our little city. Driving down the road, construction pops up. Okay, cool. There's a couple hundred. There's a couple. Um, there's ten thousands, tens of thousands of people paying their taxes for this road to get fixed, right? Um, come back four years later, still being, still being worked on, and you're like, okay, so 
why isn't this done yet? And then it's it's hard to for people that have faith in systems that just don't seem like they do anything. That's I think a big issue that we're dealing with now. And I'm this trying faith, to, I'm our, try, our I'm faith. I'm trying to see how a habit or perspective plays into this really. Well, so we talk about systems and stuff like that, right? And these different things. And how I feel like it's the lack of faith. Like nobody believes anymore that or sorry, I think the and again, this is where I, I trip myself up because from my point of view, from my perspective, it really seems like the majority of people around my age, maybe younger, really have no trust that the government could do anything for them that will have a positive future, that things will turn out okay. You know what I mean? But, but is that just me? How much happier would I be if I said, hey, man, I'm not going to go on Reddit anymore. I'm not going to go on Twitter. I'm just going to like live my life in my little circle because that's all that ultimately really matters. Like, I look at my life and I cannot tell you one time except for probably like the stimulus checks that the government had like a direct impact on me. I mean, this Roe versus Wade thing is probably like one of the closest things where it's like, wow, like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where there, I, but there's so few times that I look at the government. I'm like, did that actually done anything for me? Like, I mean, well, here's something the government like has almost made, if we didn't have, um, insurance, which is just free for us right now. Um, uh, I think there's some qualification, but anyways, uh, you know, Laura had to go to the hospital. I don't want really to get too personal into this because it's her business. But anyways, get a bill, um, which they, they called us and told us, hey, don't worry about it. Your insurance came through. But this is, we would have paid, like, we we would be uh, in debt, like, savings gone. You know, we would be struggling to pay anything right now and probably couldn't pay anything if we didn't have insurance. Um, and I'm like, well... So that would have been like just a yet another, we would have been that next family. Thankfully, we have a big safety net, you know, like friends and family. But it's like, it's literally just that easy. You think you're so secure, you think you're doing well, boom, something happens. And it's just, that's just how it is. But it's because the these systems have kind of failed in a way where the only goal really is financial gain and that's how you see success you know that's the only uh perspective that matters to like a lot of people and we're kind of coming up i feel like on with our generation especially and you know the younger generation where financial success isn't the the end-all be-all and it's really disheartening just to be like why why isn't this just like better why is this so broken? Why right. is it still so broken? One thing I thought of, and I, I can't remember who I told, but they thought it was the stupidest idea in the world. I still think it's a great idea. Everyone who's working, everyone who's working in a city, right? You can like change this every month or whenever you want. But say, hey, we want this road fixed, or we want like our focus to be the streets or whatever. <coughs> I can choose to volunteer 
none, or however much I want of my paycheck every two weeks to go directly towards that and like nothing else. Like, like the taxes aren't split from here and here and here. It's like, I'm going to do exactly on this. That this is obviously you kind of have tax still being taken up, but that's why it's optional. But say you have in a city like ours, a hundred thousand plus people all put in just $1 for two months. That's $4 from each person, 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 person <laughs> over two months. That's almost a million dollars from just that. That's going directly towards, right? Just like the streets, like folks on like those being fixed, right. funding for jobs or whatever have you. I'm like, I to me something like that makes sense, right? But is that now, is that here, a weird is that a weird no no idea I, to have or like perspective? I understand. To have? No, I understand your point of view, but oh, <laughs> but that's where I'm gonna loop it all back around right now because we kind of moved into like the brokenness of the world and this all stuff. Yeah, thanks, Charlie. But what? The, the loop, the getting us back into the game, right? The whole the reason, collection. the whole reason we moved in this direction of this conversation was to say, is that though, is our view, Jack, the view that we just discussed, how we feel like things are broken, how we feel like nothing can change, how we feel like whatever it is, right? Is that actually how it is? Or... Are we just locking ourselves into this frame of reference based on the information we have and the lives we live, the jobs we have, the strains we have, that that is what it feels like, right? Or do we truly have the power to say, wow, we could completely change our life by thinking about things differently, right? We could be happier people. We could be healthier people. But are we so locked and we are, are we so disappointed in these systems that we feel like have failed and these choices that we feel like are being made that we spend so much time and energy being angry and thinking about how things could be different that instead of just actually doing the things differently in the small ways in our life that would actually make a difference, starting different habits instead of being like, oh my God, here's, here's another episode of the Racketeer Collection where they complain about work. Well, what if they started habits to break away from work, right? Do we trust the system is actually flexible enough for us to say, hey, let's like leverage my position. Let's leverage my, my whole perspective. My job is different because I, this is just a stepping stone for a greater point in my life. Or do you think that we have more of a concrete, realistic perspective? And so, there is not really a change to that. There's not really a change because we're still locked by how much money we make. We're still locked by like the fact that I didn't finish college. Like I'm still locked by that because if I had done this, if I had done that, I could be in a better position, right? Which one is right? I don't think there can be a right answer. Right. You see how I looped it all back though, right? It's, it it's like you have... The the you you've probably seen these. These are the types of videos that irk me like no other. Tries getting up so he can't respond immediately. But the videos where um, this person's like, I sold all my possessions, bought this van, and I've been on the road for this long, 
and I couldn't be happier. And it's just like cinematic shots and it's, you know, copyrighted music. Go ahead, Charlie. You know, a classic, a cool can of LaCroix open. Not a sponsor, but in this video, I it wish might it was. Be. Please, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Naturally, Dude, I would. I okay. Hands, I'm on completely honest here. Look, if Lacroix approached me and they said, "Charlie, we'll pay you five hundred dollars if you'll talk about Lacroix for thirty minutes," I would 100 percent do it. So I'm just saying, I wouldn't do that because <laughs> uh, thirty minutes is way too long of an ad for five hundred dollars. Oh, I know, I, I know, it's like worth way more than that, but. Even at like on our small size, I'd be like, no, I'll do it for like one minute. Lacroix Power Hour, Lacroix Power Half Hour. I'll do a one minute Anyways, Lacroix ad for five hundred dollars. You can go back to what you're talking about. And you know, those immediately, I'm just like, I have, I do not care what you're saying, because it's all a farce. It's all fake. Because in the way I view the world, that's that's not realistic. Mm-hmm. You can't. M- I don't know a single person that could just drop everything, go, have a super fulfilling ride across the country, travel across the world, and have not a care in the world. Right. Because, sadly, you need money for that. And these people come across as like, I quit my job, or I did this. But actually, their dad's a millionaire, or whatever. Right. You know? And so they're not giving you the full picture. I'd much rather prefer people to be like, hey... I'm coming from this, but I wanted I wanted to bring you along for the ride. Here's this, and here's how I'm doing it. Like, and you can join me. You know what I mean? I think okay, yeah, cool. Let's go. Let's go see some sights. Rather than just this false. If you just drop everything, you can do it. Because based on oh how I work in this world, no, I can't. You know, not a single person I know could. That gets into a whole other topic of like narratives and spinning then of course spinning your particular perspective right that's in that like using um using like your life and the way your image as like a weapon i definitely or not a weapon but as like a tool is a hundred percent a thing and i think it's a really interesting like the fact that we have personalities that bubble to the top and are like very known and noticeable by a lot of people is very interesting that there's almost like you can't be a real human really right like you can't be and yeah i always i'm very much like you where that kind of stuff never really gets to me it's always the more down-to-earth stuff that gets to me because that's kind of how i was raised is very down-to-earth but like i said i think it's something to consider jack like say for example jack we we swear off video games, electronics. I only keep my laptop for writing, right? I have my phone for communication, and that's it, right? So then we start Go semi-Amish, right? And we say, okay, hey, we're gonna start. We're gonna a little farm in the back. We're gonna start a daily morning routine. We're gonna start growing our own stuff. Within we live within our means, you know. And become a much more just happy little clam removed from all that stuff. That's very appealing to me. And I I constantly wonder, like, why don't I just do that? Why don't I just start making small steps towards living like that? Not removed, not isolated, but, like, 
hey, no, I'm not going to. It's hard because I I love video games. Like, I do. Like, I. It makes me that makes me sad if I were to be like Charlie. You're not wasting your time with that electronic crap ever again. But yeah. do you see what I'm saying though? Like, I do think there's a little something in there that that we don't consider because of our more grounded, pull yourself by your bootstraps, got to work hard perspective. I think that we're for the first time in our lives we're like getting to like a comfortable space mm. uh especially like financially speaking and i don't want to i don't want to slash i feel like i can't lose that but would you, know? you lose that though then that's that's, that's would i lose that yeah i don't know what would but, you what would you actually be losing so, so you're not is, you're not not working anymore you're not yeah well so this is the this is the hard part where i said like Forming what seems like it'd be good ideas, good habits, is the hard part. Yeah. Convincing and changing the way you view the world is the hard part. Right. You know, and even like, hey, when I was like started this job, waking up at five in the morning to get ready and leave for work at six. Jeez, man. But I'm waking up at five, Jeez, man. five, five thirty on the regular. Like that's just when I wake up, you know? Only took like two weeks to like for it to be like a thing and now like i wake up at that time like without my alarm pretty much right or right before it goes off and it wakes laura and she's like she's like turn it off so um you know it's but it's the habits you don't think about that form so let's so i don't know let's as since we've been talking about it let's uh let's try to put like some like small healthy habits in motion and I'm okay. ta- I'm talking small, like I'm not talking like huge Should lifestyle I, change or anything. N- nothing big, nothing big. Jack, a uh, thousand words a day. Um, nothing big, nothing big. Yeah, I'm trying to think of some small ones though. You know, a small one I would like to do. I would. Oh, hey, Rooks. Pay attention to Rukia more. I would really like Rukia. Really like to let's say from as much as I can, stay off my phone. And I'm talking, step on my phone, not from like a, if somebody's calling me, of course, but stay off. And this is, of course, a big one. I feel like people always do. Scrolling. Well, dude. Yeah. Doom scrolling. That's, I can't tell you like the amount of time I catch myself. I'm like, what am I even doing? I'm literally just sitting here. just like. Or like getting angry. I'm away from the mic. Sorry. Or like getting angry. Right. Not so, like angry, but you're just like, God, people are like this. So I really want to. Try to shut that off a little bit. Not use that as a crutch and instead do something else. Like, even if it's just sitting there. I literally think just sitting there in abject silence, eyes open. Yeah, that's something that I need to try to do. You know, would probably be healthier than scrolling through Reddit. Yeah. And seeing whatever bullshit's going on in the world. I think what I want to try to do is, I've, I've talked about this before on here, I believe, is trying just to not scroll as much and i i have been doing better about that but instead of just scrolling and this actually might be a lot harder than i think it is but like hey instead of that go into like your your language learning app for that amount of time or whatever you know just like try to make it hey clean because when i get in the process of cleaning i don't mind cleaning like it's honestly yeah it feels great afterwards ah, i sit down light the incense set the incense down why does your incense sound like a, a can of like 
like a beer opening. I don't know. <laughs> Was that the ensign? I was like trying a to sparkler? be the. Oh, okay. The lighter. Yeah. And then it gets caught. <laughs> Anyways, it doesn't make a sound. I'm like lighting the forge. Um, you know, or, or something like that. I don't know, but I, I do want to try to think of some, something to commit to that we can do like little updates on. Yeah. So let's start the phone things. Let's say. Let's start easy. Let's start real easy, okay? Let's say after 8 p.m., we will not be on, like, Facebook, Instagram, Reddit, whatever it is. We will not be doom scrolling after, from 8 p.m. until we fall asleep. Let's just see how it goes. See if it's something that you don't even think about once you leave here. Or think about something like, hey, why am I? I keep catching myself. I'm probably going to catch myself. Yeah. I'll be honest. While I'm I'm waiting for the bus to drop in Fortnite, I'll pick up my phone. Exactly. And those are the types of things where I'm like. I want. that. That's so hard for me is focusing on one thing. I'd almost recommend like maybe you should like do a little doodle or like scribble like just weird lines. Yeah. Just just something where it's like, hey, not even like productive, but just something that. No, I don't want to. Yeah, it doesn't have to be like stimulating or just right. something that isn't scrolling on your phone. So like that's not what your brain. It's like yeah, hey, you have a second, get on it because yeah. yeah, that's the habit that's formed. Exactly, that's I think do, a habit. Do, 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 habit do, I would really do, like to break. Do, do, do. But now we pass it. This thing library presents back to our listeners. Sorry, we keep talking the same. We keep pausing and talking at the same time. Now we pass it back to our listeners. What do you think about this conversation about perspective, habits? We definitely went into some different conceptual areas. I apologize if I don't make sense. I was just fine. Covered a lot of conceptual ground. Talked about a lot of our own experiences. But I truly think that those two things are so big and all-encompassing that you can kind of loop them always back into excuse me, anything you're doing. Yeah. And so, for listeners out there, let us know what you think. Contact the Raconteur Collection from any Facebook, I mean, Instagram. Collection I mean, at gmail.com. Raconteur Collection at gmail.com. You can contact us on there. At gmail.com. If you if this is your first episode listening to us and you really loved this, you're like, wow, man, these boys, they don't have any listens, but they need to be boosted. Consider supporting us on Patreon, sharing that around. Honestly, the word of mouth sharing is really where we'll get any listens, and especially especially all those very special local listeners out I'm, there. Dude, I'm, I'm telling you, hey, you're having a little casual conversation with someone, you know, while you're doing, like, working or whatever. What you been doing? I've listened to this podcast called The Raconteur Collection. And then, you know, give them a pitch. Here, Jack, let's, let's, uh, let's for our listeners out there, let's simulate what okay. involving The Raconteur Collection could be like, right? Okay, here, let me act like I'm working so, up, you know. Yeah, so I'm... I'm I'm the infected one. I'm the one who's spreading the, the message. Hey there, sir. I see hey, that you're going. I see that you're getting ready to bury your child. How are you doing today? <sighs> you know, not, not not too good. Um, yeah. I would prefer to be alone. I wouldn't. I would imagine so. You know what might help you, sir? Have you heard of? And this is where I open up my coat, and there's like a little TV screen there, like 50 style CRTV. The Rack and Turner Collection. <gasps> And it just, it, you know, it starts off the black and white, the you know, just our logo and black and white static. And then he kind of looks at it and gets sucked into a world of color. The Raconteur collection is 
about enriching your life, interesting topics, things that you don't even know about are mentioned by everyone. That's how you bring up the Racketeer Collection in casual conversation. No matter what anybody's doing, you just bring it up. You don't, don't even hmm. explain yourself sometimes. It's just Racketeer Collection. What? I need to have another run of like stickers that people can post Google around. <laughs> yeah, Google the Racketeer Collection and boost us in the search results. Yeah. That would help a lot too. We get When you search for the Racketeer Collection, you get the Racketeers a lot, which is definitely understandable. But everyone out there, that's all we have for you. I really hope you enjoyed listening. I had a lot of fun talking about this topic. I love these more heady, conceptual topics. If you'd like to hear more of them, let us know. But for now, thank you for listening. For now, Good night. You. Good night. Farewell. Farewell. Auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen. And we'll talk to you soon. Adios. Goodbye. Goodbye. What a bunch of nerds. <laughs> oh, shit, Can you shut, shut down for... I do think it shut down the recording. Cuts it, cuts it right Just there. Just do frantic clicking. Just, it's not.